A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Content warning. Check the show notes for more information. It's March 24th, 1976, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by. Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. Okay, so I'm going to play a little game and you can play along at home. I'm going to sum up this story in a sentence and you just have to try and guess what word is going to come next. So the story (laughs) that we're talking about today is Japanese porn actor launches kamikaze attack on Yakuza leader and convicted war criminal. Because it was on this day that the Japanese porn actor Mitsuyasu Maino crashed a light aircraft into the home of Yoshio Kodama, who was a right-wing businessman, underworld boss, political fixer, basically a huge behind-the-scenes figure in Japanese politics. But he did not kill him. He did, in fact, only kill himself in the grand tradition of kamikaze pilots. Yeah, his final radio transmission was Long Live the Emperor Banzai. And then he slammed his plane into the second floor of Kodama's mansion, which caused a huge fire and you know, took his own life. But Kadama was actually off in another part of the building because he was convalescing from a stroke and so he completely escaped harm. Whereas Maeno, not quite so much. (laughs) Which is all well documented because there were TV camera crews outside Kadama's house anyway because he was embroiled in the scandal that was known as the Lockheed scandal. And so there's quite a lot to unpack here, as you might expect when any porn star (laughs) crashes an aircraft into a gun leader's house. So let's talk about the Lockheed scandal. American aircraft manufacturer Lockheed, it turned out in 1976, had for 18 years been bribing Japanese officials to buy their products. And, it emerged, Kadama had been their contact He had been their agent over that time, receiving around $7 million in yen in wooden crates in return for his Mm. services. Yeah, and actually Lockheed had been doing this in several countries, including Italy, West Germany, the Netherlands. And a lot of time they were targeting politicians, which they did do in Japan. But Kodama wasn't a politician because he had spent time in prison on multiple occasions. Yeah. Yeah, ironically, on one occasion in the 1930s as a young man, he had spent time in prison because he was part of a conspiracy to assassinate Japanese politicians. He'd also been to prison for being a war criminal. And he had kind of acted as a warlord during the war. He had a sort of vanity rank in the, I think it was in the Japanese Navy, but actually no one really knew what he was doing. But what he was doing was committing atrocities sort of off his own hook. So he'd been in prison for conspiring to assassinate politicians. He'd been in prison for being a war criminal. So he was pretty much unacceptable to the post-war Japanese political establishment. But behind the scenes, you know, he was extremely wealthy as a businessman and he was basically what you call maybe an underworld boss. But he was also a hero to a lot of nationalists who still felt that Japan's surrender in World War II was a source of great national shame. And Maino was one of these nationalists. You know, he had far-right sympathies and he felt very betrayed by the Lockheed scandal in particular because Lockheed had themselves been a major arms supplier to Japan's wartime adversary. And from that point of view, he had a point, didn't he? You know, if Kadama is this far-right figure who people like uh, Mayano look up to, it is hypocrisy, isn't it, that he was taking money from an American corporation that made wartime planes? Yeah, and then sort of in terms of what brought Mayano to this point, 
He was born just after the war and his life was pretty troubled and restless, a bit of a failure to launch situation. Yeah, He'd studied acting at the University of California, but then his career never really took off. You know, he's described in some sources as a porn star, but he wasn't a porn star at all. He had pretty minor film roles in these softcore films with titles such as Tokyo Emmanuel. And his personal life included two failed marriages and a suicide attempt. So you can see this is someone who's obviously lacking a lot of stability in their life. When you say wasn't a porn star at all, though, that was the 1976 Japanese equivalent of being a porn star, isn't it? I mean, they had adult cinemas then, didn't they? So it was softcore. But its purpose was to stimulate men in the audience. That was People didn't go for the plot, right? Yeah, but he wasn't a star. I mean, if that's probably the closest thing that there was in Japan to okay. porn, but he was he was not the leading man in these movies at all. I didn't realise you were taking issue with the, the star <laughs> part. The star, the star, not the porn. Okay, fine. <laughs> Speaking of great titles of films that he, well, didn't star in, but was in, uh, one of my favourites was called Stray Cat Rock colon, Wild Jumbo, which I can't help but feel doesn't translate <laughs> yes. very well. <laughs> I'm sure it's a bit more resonant in the original language. Yeah. But who knew that being an erotic actor of any sort was compatible with the values of the samurai, by the way? It's like, okay, so this guy felt so strongly that a nationalist had been hypocritical by taking American money that he decided to crash a plane into his house because he'd been standing up for the kamikaze pilots of World War II. (laughs) But then if you're a believer in that codified ethical system, why would you be a porn star in the first place? Plus also layers upon layers. Tokyo Emmanuel was uh, a a movie in which he got busy with the porn actress Kumi Taguchi while flying a light aircraft. So, And the promo pic shows the two sort of getting it on in the cockpit and then he crashes a plane to end his own life. It's just got so many levels of bizarreness, this whole story. And this is another way where art and real life intertwine is that the way he actually Again, got hold I of the take plane... take issue with art <laughs> yeah. as the term for the film. Well, I mean, he'd got, he didn't have a plane of his own. He had a flying licence, though. And so... He turned up with two friends at Chofu Airport, which is a private airport in Western Tokyo. They were dressed as World War II kamikazes, and they told the that would be a warning, wouldn't it? If you ran an, an airfield, you'd want to get your plane back at the end of the day. <laughs> well, they, well, their story was that he was going to be starring in this film about World War II, and so they wanted to take two planes, one for him to fly, and the other, the two friends would take film of him, photograph him to promote this movie. Although I'm, I was thinking flying a plane around to promote a movie about kamikazes doesn't seem like the smartest publicity <laughs> stunt. But it it obviously worked because up they went. And it seems like the friends were unaware of what he planned to do. Mm. Because after about 30 minutes of taking photos, he suddenly told them, I've got something to do in Setagaya, which was the area of Tokyo where Kodama lived. And he just flew off. And the, the friends just returned to the ground, presumably a little bit baffled about what was going on. Mm. That makes sense, because I was wondering, because the pictures exist, don't they? You can see photos of Mayano wearing his, his outfit just before he's about to take off in the plane. I thought, who took that, knowing what the plan was? Mm. But that makes sense if he'd sort of pulled the wool over everyone's eyes. That said, though, there was kind of almost a campaign amongst, you know, extreme right followers like him for Kadama to commit ritual suicide. Um, Mm. You know, Hari Kiri, as we call it in the West. That was seen as the honourable way out of this scandal. And so there was pressure on him to do that. In a sense, it's not that extreme to think, well, if he's not going to kill himself, I'm going to kill him for him. 
Mm. No, and there's actually a parallel with what had happened to the previous figurehead of this extreme ultranationalist right, which was a guy called Yukio Mishima, who was a very, very celebrated author. He was considered for the Nobel Prize for Literature several times in the 60s. And then after the last time, in 1968, he had gone to a different Japanese author and he realised he was never going to get it. And then he concentrated on his ultranationalist politics. And in 1970, he attempted to incite the Japanese military um, into a coup. And when that failed, he committed seppuku, you know, the, the ritual disembowelment, shouting long live the emperor, which is what Mayuna would later shout as he was crashing his plane. So wow. there was kind of a parallel there of Kodama having failed to do what he was expected mm. to do when he was enmeshed in all of this scandal. Just because he wasn't a celebrated enough novelist. Yeah. You watch out and see what happens if we don't get nominated for Best Daily Show at the British Podcast Awards. <laughs> I mean, the Yakuza themselves sat in this interesting midpoint between legality and illegality. And some say they were sort of necessary for Japan's reconstruction that acted as a, an extra legal force capable of getting things done quickly in this really desperate post-war period. And the Yakuza did help with Japan's reconstruction, just as the Vanderbilts built America's railway network in this kind of by any means necessary way. Mm. And Kadama himself helped the rise of the Liberal Democratic Party, the LDP, which has been in power for most of the period ever since. Which is perhaps why he wasn't charged with any really unpleasant crimes for having taken all this money from Lockheed. He was charged with the evasion of taxes for not having declared the sums passed on to him in wooden crates, (laughs) but not for intimidating officials you know, not for trying to bribe people. And this was a huge scandal that rocked the whole country to the extent that the general election later in this year became known as the Lockheed election. And the Liberal Democrats did lose their majority control over the House of Representatives for the first time since the party's founding. Yeah, and so Kodama never actually went to trial on those charges of tax evasion either because he remained in really poor health from the stroke that he'd had. And he died of a stroke in 1984. So, you know, he never really had any consequences visited upon him. Equally, Kodama was really impressed, apparently, with Maeno's attack. He really praised the bravado of the attack, even though obviously it didn't kill him and uh, and that was the end of uh, Maeno. And he was actually, even though his actions were condemned, it was tempered with quite a lot of praise for his technique. Even a guy called Kaichi Ito, who was the director general in charge of training the Japanese military, said that although the act was tainted by self-serving motives, he said the bombing was, quote, skillful. I give him the highest marks on that score. It was nostalgic for the old times, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It had a resonance something. (laughs) (laughs) Brought me right back. Tomorrow. And that was the huge innovation that changed everything, even though it was still really dangerous and still several people died. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 